Welcome to the Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome with Melissa Kirscher and Wendy Bowlesby. Jesus Christ. How the hell did that happen? Just one more to go. I am introducing because I am joined, I'm Wendy, and I am joined today once again by Abe Vigoda. Hello. <laughs> Melissa. Hi. <laughs> and we have special guest star on the love boat, Adam Lewick. Yes, thank you so much for having me back. Honored, honored to return. I was on the show last year at Fantastic Fest, and uh, great to be back, so thank Woo-hoo. you. You're quite welcome. It's always a lot, delightful to have you. How do you feel about it? So, uh, yeah, we're in the belly of the beast as usual. We um, are. In, we just got done with the fourth slot of the day. We have one more slot left. So we're going to quick cover what everybody saw today, and then all of us are heading in to see the same movie in the fifth slot, which we'll get to at the end. Yeah, which will be Sudoku versus Kayaks. Just saying. <laughs> that's not just what saying. it is. I, that's what I'm calling it. It is not. It is it's not, Sudoku versus yeah, Kayaks. It's not log- numbers, logic puzzles versus tiny one-man boats. <laughs> If there are not pedals in this, I will be very disappointed. Anyway, anyway, I kind of that's in the that future. That is. All right, so, um, listeners, I took the first slot off today because I had to be a responsible adult. Um, so what did you see in the first slot? I saw Kamati Padam. Kamati Padam, it's so much Kamati fun to say. Kamati Padam, which is uh, one, the last film that I had to see out of the repertoire of Indian films that they had lined up. I'm sad that I did not get Yes, it and it's uh, uh, Malayalam. So it is um, very different from the other things that we have seen. It is fairly recent. It is uh, it's directed by the guy who was the cinematographer in the Gangs of Wasikar. So he's done a, lo- it's a lot of things that are uh, you know crime films, and they're not um, they're not like your typical Indian Bollywood or le- what we think of as like Bollywood. There are no dance sequences, no song and dance numbers, no uh, really off-the-chain action sequences or anything like that. This is like a pretty straightforward crime drama that spans decades, kind of like The Godfather, only it starts in this super rural little tiny village when everybody's kids and then they grow up and, you know, the, the guys are all kind of form a gang when they're teenagers, and then it kind of becomes their own little crime syndicate, and it just kind of follows them through their lives. And uh, it's, a, it's a very good movie. There sure is a lot of it. And I'm not sure I was quite in the mood for it this morning, but it was very nice to see it on the big screen because it's, it's very nicely filmed, and it's kind of that, like Godfather, it's kind of this broad in scope, yeah, sort it's of the story. longest of the Indian films. Let's really yeah. let that sink in for a minute. Yeah, which is, that that is, yes, that <laughs> is a very good way to put it, <laughs> and it's absolutely true. So, um, yeah, let's see. Did you you didn't see anything first slot? Right? I did see something oh, first slot. Right. I did see uh, the animated film Nova Seed, which yeah. 
which I think it's really great a film like this showing up at Fantastic Fest because it is a, a smaller picture. It was actually animated by one individual um, over the course of four years. Uh-huh. And I think the, the labor of love certainly shows on the screen. Um, it definitely wears its influences on its sleeve, but the, the fact that it was this very small project done by one person, it really makes you appreciate the, um, the detail in it, in it, in its animated way that really spurs your man- imagination. A little more on the plot, it's, it's kind of one of those post-apocalyptic movies where the earth is in rough shape, there is a villain who mind controls um, and these big beasts and animals and kind of runs the world. He's very aptly named Professor Mind Skull. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's like, it, it's one of those nice like throwbacks where it's not trying too hard in, in trying to be in, in, its, in its lore or its mythology, but it's, it's really got some great influences. There's kind of the the TV show talking head sequences from the Dark Knight Returns comic book, um, to obviously some Mad Max influences. Um, the there's also you know a a female character in there that resembles a lot from the Fifth Element. So there's a lot of those pieces there. Also, I'll, as a final piece, soundtrack definitely one of the more memorable ones. You if you can think there's acoustic moments, but there's also um, some really great synth in it as well, and it's it's one of those scores that's like omnipresent, but not in a bad way. There's always there's always something churning in the background, um, and and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, neither one of us got to see it, so I'm glad somebody did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on yeah. and talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one I wanted to see, but it's just <laughs> it's just not in the cards for me this year. Well, you so. can't get to everything you want. You yeah, just can't. You never. It's can. impossible. You can you can see maybe. Almost half of the movies. Right? That's about right. <coughs> well, Melissa, you got to be our vanguard for all of the Indian um, features this yes. year. And that, as you guys have probably mentioned in past shows, that definitely was the theme this year was to bring some of those Indian um, releases. And, Melissa, I'm curious, let's you, uh, or maybe take a cop drop here. Um, <laughs> I put her on the spot and then I this happens. So let so let me ask you this. Do you feel how do you how successful do you think the programming block was? I think it grew throughout time. Like Magadira is sold out for tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, wait, I wanted to get into that. And why did they put it in a small theater? Can they switch it? Can they switch it with Bad Batch? Put Bad Batch in the small theater. Put Magadir in the big theater. I wanted to get into it. I've been listening to the buzz grow throughout the festival. There's more people see one and go, holy shit, this stuff is bonkers mm-hmm. and delightful. And then like, and then people are like, well, if you like that, then these other show- ones are showing as well. And then like, because Ego was such a big hit, two, three years ago, yeah. once people make that connection, they're like, oh shit, I definitely want to go watch that. Right. So I would say it's been very <laughs> successful, especially when you consider the three-hour movies and they're in the first slot at an early time in the first slot, they, they're still pulling an audience, and that audience is coming back and saying it was worth it. Right, right. So, yeah, I hope they do more. Yes. Right? It's, and obviously the audiences here are hardcore ardent film lovers a decent number of them probably have some exposure and background to Indian cinema but I think it's great that a festival like this can 
bring some of those films here and maybe provide a, at least a very basic entry-level education of like the language of you know the visual or cinematic language of Indian films. Oh well, yeah, in and and last year they had the Turkish films. I mean, there's always a spotlight each year. So the, there was a history of that. I think the first year I came, uh, the spotlight was on Norwegian films. Um, there was one year, it was all um, films about uh, women with mental illnesses, uh, like, but, but being treated as like a conduit for supernatural activity or whatever, you know, tapping into exploitation movies, whatever. Um, yeah, there's, but there's, it, usually it, it centers on a country, so. I'm so excited yeah. to visit Dan this year, yay! Yep. Yeah, yay! And for some because awesome t-shirts, too. Oh, Dance yeah. Dance numbers, I didn't even look at the merch because I didn't have the money to buy it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm having regret now. All right, yeah. so, uh, second slot. I, w- I, I sat out second slot because I wound up, uh, having a very nice conversation about Godzilla with Harry Knowles. So I got yeah. here for the second slot and I saw Assassination Classroom graduation. And it was very satisfying to have the story finished. <laughs> yeah. I will always want more Sensei UT. I love that character. I love the world they've created. Yep. Um, yeah. I it wasn't it wasn't as great. Sequels it's hard for a sequel to. But if this one was much more heartfelt. Oh and that's you find nice. out how he became UT, like what what the story is there, which you knew there was a story from the first one. Right. So you finally get to find out like what the full deal is. Right. And and the kids graduate. Nice. It has a couple of really great action sequences. And um, yeah. Like if you liked the first one, definitely, definitely seek it out. There is nothing in there that is a disappointment. Nice. Very nice. Yay. So third, he is so happy. (laughs) So third slot, we all saw Handmaiden. Yes. Yes. So the new one from Park Chan Wook. Park Chan Wook. The the gentleman who gave us Old Boy and so many other fantastic things. That's right. And it's like for this one, he he replaced the usual brutal violence with a lot of sex, which I'm all for. Sexy sex. Not sexy like, sex. Not like brutal, um, upsetting sex. I want to make yeah. that clear. Because he did have brutal, upsetting sex in some of his other earlier well, there films. there was yeah. some definite brutal, upsetting sex in the whole book. <laughs> and the thing this is, is... This is happy sex. Everybody go... Like, everybody had been saying it was great. And I knew I wanted to see it no matter how potentially upsetting it might be. Mm-hmm. Right? Because Old Boy is very upsetting. I'm so oh, glad God, I yeah. saw it. I think it's a terrific film. I don't ever need to watch it again. Um, and a lot of his movies deal with that emotional brutality. Right. That I, I walked in, I'm like, I'm going to see this, and I know I'm going to like it. I just hope to God I'm, I feel like an okay person when I walk out at the end of it. Right. And instead, it's delightful. It's it's a movie that makes you happy. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think... Um, I think it's challenging to discuss the plot, but in a way, I think it's almost better if you don't go in. I think yeah. they do a decent job laying the groundwork right off the bat. Um, maybe at a high level, it's you know, kind of a pseudo heist movie. Maybe not a very true one, at least in the original concept. It definitely goes in a lot of different directions beyond that. Well, yeah, because yeah. it's about conmen listeners. Yeah. It's about con artists and the way and, and con- it uses all of those tropes. Con artists during the uh, occupation of Korea by Japan. Right? Yet so another got, movie set during that time period in that place. I know, I was so excited. Yeah, that was um, pretty cool. It's got uh, two 
beautiful and terrific female leads. Yes. Um, really fascinating um, environment they're in. Yes. Situation that they're in. The way they they slowly, uh, literally unpeel. Like, what the fuck is going on? Uh huh. Um, and it's it's a movie that. The delight is in the discovery, and so we don't want to talk about the plot. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, it, it's just a go see it. If if, if Park Chan Wook's previous films have set you off just because of brutal violence, there is like none of that here. Uh-uh. No, this is this is a really fun, intelligent movie with really great characters yeah. that I really fell in love with. Um, and I was on board for the whole time. Mm-hmm. Also, the sex is hot. It is. I'm, I was just like, damn. <laughs> I get a beverage. What? That, that always does help. Yeah, I think part <laughs> <laughs> Boom! All right. Boom. Yeah, I mean, Park Chan Wook, I think, visually here, I think, really keeps the the pace and the tempo lively, especially in the beginning developments. He, he communicates a lot from a comedic standpoint, from a dramatic standpoint, from the way he moves the camera, he zooms in, um, shifts in focus on certain characters. I think that was, it was in a, it wasn't in a ridiculously overt way, like, like a Baz Luhrmann where he goes crazy with his camera, but I think it, it, it added a fluidity and an excitement to what was going on. Yeah, yeah. The everything's realistic and naturalistic looking, but yeah, there is a fluidity to the the kinesthetics of how he's using the camera. And you're right; I forgot to mention it's funny. I wouldn't call it, it is a funny. comedy. No, it's not some, comedy. There are some laugh out loud moments. Yeah. Yes, yeah, both both built by dialogue and by action. What book does character and situation yes. and yeah, yeah, certainly. So it was. It was so good. I'm so happy. Yeah, it's 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 great. And people have been coming. Other people have been coming out of that movie, going, "Oh, it's great! It's great! It's great! It's been a favorite of the festival." And so now we know. It's, it's <laughs> yes. definitely one of my favorites. And you should know too, dear listeners. All right. So fourth slot, I set out to get once again be a responsible adult and get some work done. So what did you went out to dinner? So Melissa, you saw. I finally got to see the autopsy of Jane Doe. Isn't it good? It is really good. It is really quite good. Um, it, there's, um, I, I still can't put my finger on it. I think there's just a slightly amateurish quality about it. There's something about the story telling that that's it. It, it feels like it's ticking, ticking off check marks. It's like we want to do this and this and this and this, and they line it up on the list. And it's like, okay, do we have that part? Yep. Do we have that part? Yep. Do we have that part? Yep. And and there's something fairly basic about that, but other aside from that. It is a solid little movie. My rebuttal to that mm-hmm. um, is because it is based on the tropes of crime procedurals, oh, yeah. especially like TV shows like CSI oh, yeah. and Bones, where you you know that trope of like first first we find the body, then we make this discovery about the body, mm-hmm. then we make this discovery. Like, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, but yeah. I do think that that is part but of it's, the structure. But it's not, it's not just that. It's like there's, there's a something to that script where you go okay I want to see that where this happens later on how do we backtrack that and set it up earlier in the movie yes. and then you can you can tell that this thing is being set up you know yeah. this is here's a Chekhov's gun there are Chekhov's guns all over the place <laughs> <laughs> 
Chekhov's uh, body drawers, Chekhov's scalpel, Chekhov's, you know, just everything. Well, and also the, 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 cam- the camera lingers a little too obviously oh, yeah. and heavily on stuff. Which yeah. was my complaint about, like, they tip their hand that it's a horror movie. Really, really early. Really early, yeah. right? Yeah. Now that you've seen it, like, yeah. they could have gone another, like, 10, maybe even 15 minutes before they did that. Yeah. And it would have been fun. Yeah, and but, you know, it, it is nice, though, that it's, it is basically a haunted house movie you know it's just two characters in a blocked into basically a dark house it's a mortuary but you know like locked uh, in with an entity that's horrifying yeah you know it could be a haunted house no it's a mortuary Ah. yeah consider that so and and it's brian cox and emile hirsch and and pretty much they're the only people on screen for 95 percent of release dates because this is a perfect, like, Halloween movie. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, I haven't, I haven't seen release date for it yet. Distribution, yeah. Also, I don't, I'm yeah. still bitter. You know what we still haven't heard about coming out that should be coming out? Huh. Devil's Candy from last year. Well, yeah. God damn it, motherfucker. Yeah, we really. I, I want a copy of that. I want so. a copy of that so bad. Hot damn. Yeah, I know Demon, which was a hit at Fantastic Fest last year. I think just finally got into theaters mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, maybe up to a month ago. And yeah. People are pretty responsive to that. So, like I you said, Wendy, Devil's Candy. The Devil's, Devil's Candy really needs really to come out. The joint. People yeah. Eat it with a spoon. All right, listeners. So like it was candy. Ah! <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We got one slot left. We're gonna go see Sadako versus Kayako, which is literally, listeners, the ring versus the grudge. Sudoku versus kayaks. <laughs> Logic puzzles versus tiny boats. Yes. Yes. That's what we're gonna go see. Yes. Only Japanese. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll talk to you after, listeners. <laughs> All right, listeners, we're back. We are singing. Um, we're singing Mexican Radio by Wall of Voodoo, and we are also singing Walk This Way by Aerosmith with Run Run DMC. Was that with Run DMC? Was that one? Yeah, I think it was. Anyway, um, so <laughs> it, it's like you just tuned into a radio station and didn't get to hear any of the music. <laughs> That's right, listeners. We were just playing these songs. Too yeah. bad you missed it. All right, so we just saw Sadako versus Kayako. Sudoku versus kayaks. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they, there was a lack of kayaks. I was very disappointed. <laughs> there was also a lack of Sudoku. Of Sudoku. Yeah. Um, logic math puzzles. So, um, this was super fun. Yeah, it really was. It was a very good midnight movie. Yeah, I it mean, was it goofy. Was, and, yeah, it was, it, it was well, dorky and goofy. And No, I want to make it clear, listeners. It's not goofy in the sense of, like, the, the spoof films. It never goes for a really broad, cheap laugh. There are right. some laughs in there. Right. Um, but it never, it never goes for the very ridiculous, like, scream spoof movies but um but but it does have a sense of fun because really it is it is literally you get to the midpoint of the film and one of the characters goes we must make them fight (laughs) i have an idea make them fight that's how we can end these curses that's how we end the curse we we make them fight (laughs) but that said like they do a really good job with the with the grudge who is, that's Kayako, the, yeah. the grudge ghoul, and with the ring ghoul, which is Sadako, mm-hmm. um, or Samara, as we remember from yeah. the American ring. Right. Which is a different thing. When they make appearances, they don't play those for laughs. Right. They play those for how those characters actually are. So there are some genuinely scary, creepy moments. I had my hands over my eyes several times. They were like, yeah. 
oh, there she is again. God, I hate her so much. Um, so so it's like really actually scary, but then we're going to make them fight. Like, yay! It even has its own Van Helsing. I, I kind of love that yeah. there's a Van Helsing with his assistant blind child. Right? <laughs> he's so he's so like, uh, I have no time for you people with your curses. Fine, I'll help you. Uh, we have two interesting curses here. We'll make them fight. <laughs> oh, let's see. I can't defeat her alone. Yeah. yeah I, I know. Huh. Wait, I knew there was this house nearby. Oh, by the way, that girl over there. The, it's calling to her. Don't go in the house. She'll die. What does she do? She goes into the house. house. And she dies. <sighs> so. Yeah. Yeah, no. Every, yeah. Everybody dies. Everybody dies. Sorry <laughs> if it's a spoiler. <laughs> Just, everybody in the world dies. It's an apocalypse. Well, it, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Because the concept is so American. It's so Freddy versus Jason. Oh, yeah. That, um, it is Japanese listeners. It's well, it's subtitled. Yes. And, and but I... I it is Freddy versus Jason, even to the point where in in Japan, both of these franchises have a bazillion sequels. Yes. Have we Especially Jewel. Oh, my God. Have we seen the video of them all playing baseball? No. Oh, my God. You haven't seen that? No. Oh, my God. I will show that to you as soon as wow. we're done recording. I thought you, I thought no. you knew about that. That's all okay, hilarious. Okay. We'll have to link that in the show notes. Um, but, so, listeners, for such an American concept, I was expecting an American horror ending and we all know what that is like the the final girl gets away yep and then there might be a note of oh they're coming back for the sequel right except what I forgot no. is this is J this horror is, this is Japanese which means nobody fucking gets away yeah. 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 <laughs> it is exactly what you think it is but it's really well done it's a great like have some beers with your friends and watch it yeah. watch it at midnight like, off of videotape if you can. Oh, man, wouldn't that be the tits? <laughs> that would be the tits. Uh, yeah. It it's like, because I loved the ring. It scared the shit out of me. But then I realized that it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And so when it came out on DVD, I was like, woohoo, I loved this movie. You know, Why what? would I own it? I want to I get a VHS exactly copy of Eraserhead and give it to somebody and tell them it's a cursed videotape and that David Lynch will army crawl out of your television set after you watch Eraserhead. <laughs> I hated that... Eraserhead. I did. I did. I may have seen it when I was... No, I don't think I'd like it. I think I'd be able to appreciate it more, but it was just way... It's a student film. Yeah, it was just way too weird for me. It... It, it still amuses me, though, because, you know, there's a chipmunk woman living in the radiator and there are giant uh, sperms falling from the ceiling. Exactly. Like, to hate is a strong word, but I just am like... What ifs? Well, yeah, like, and people are all like, woo, have you seen Eraserhead? Like, that establishes your cinephile cred. And it's like, I think that establishes you needed something better to do of an evening. I, I, I think that just means you're in college and you're an art student. Holy shit, I was. Ah. <laughs> but we've gotten off track. All right, listeners, yeah. tomorrow, when you're listening to this, it will be tomorrow. Oh my God, it's time. Oh my, it's, it's time. The only daughter. Truth is the only daughter of time, Melissa. Oh God. <laughs> I, I just wish I could make t-shirts on the fly. Just, you know, white text, black shirt, 
every Herzog right? crazy quote from Salt and Fire because if I could wear one of those on the last day of the right, no, the what you festival. what we need is the I use the wheelchair when I'm tired of life. life. Yes. yes. So tomorrow is our last day, yes, listeners, and, and there are only four slots tomorrow, and then it is the closing night party. Right. I I did enter for a tattoo in the tattoo lottery. Okay, what, what design are you going to go for if you get it? I think I'm going to go for Dishoom. Okay. That would be very appropriate for be, me. That would be, that would be. Like, I kind of like the roughness of the Godzilla art. Yeah. But I'm not a go- big Godzilla fan, and if I put that on my body, it's communicating something that is not true. Right. And, see, if I got a Godzilla tattoo, I'd want a fucking sexy ass. Exactly. Uh, uh, Godzilla There's not necessarily Godzilla with a sexy ass, but well, a, he a really he does awesome have some junk in the trunk as we've discussed before. Well, well, depends on the creature design. Anyway, so no. yeah, I, I I'm gonna leave the tattoos for another year because I already have one and other people deserve right to get one. So, so anyway, um, we'll be but back. it's a lottery. Don't know if I won yet. So we will be back tomorrow, listeners, to talk to you about our final slate of films for right. this. This year's Fantastic Fest, which has been mostly fantastic. I'm thinking it's pretty pretty great, except for this goddamn cold. <laughs> I'd very much like to have my voice back. Right? Alright. Well, okay. listeners, let's all let's all send whiskey dreams to Melissa to soothe her throat. Yeah. Thank you. We'll uh, see you again tomorrow. Alright, good night. It's a new cinema pleasure.